If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Students and community members gathered at Old Courthouse Square in downtown Santa Rosa yesterday for a rally. The rally was in honor of the 16-year-old Montgomery High School junior who was unfortunately stabbed on campus. Uh, During the rally, students from Montgomery and other Santa Rosa schools addressed the crowd and a moment of silence was held in honor of the student. Demonstrators then marched to Santa Rosa City Hall where the Santa Rosa City School Board met. Montgomery students have raised concerns about aging infrastructure on their campus, including sewage system problems, and students and community members actually filled the council chambers 187 seats and demonstrations were going on for a very long time yesterday and um, there's a bunch of stuff on social media that I've been seeing about this. Well, in lighter news, Adam Sandler is this year's recipient of the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Looks like CNN is going to air the presentation on March 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So it looks like Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston, Drew Barrymore, Steve Buscemi, uh, Conan O'Brien, Chris Rock, David Spade, Dana Carvey, Rob Schneider, and Ben Stiller are just some of the few of the performers that are going to honor him. And Adam Sandler is actually the seventh former SNL cast member of this long um, receiving honor, the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Uh, it's it's so funny that so many SNL cast members have won this, and it's it's so funny that it's taken Adam Sandler a long time uh, to be honored for this. Uh, but his latest project, Murder Mystery 2 with Jennifer Aniston, premieres on March 31st on Netflix, and Adam Sandler is currently on the road doing his stand-up tour. I missed him last time at the Chase Center, so if he comes to the Bay Area, I'm not missing the Sandman <laughs> this time. So they announced the nominees for this year's CMT Music Awards, and Lainey Wilson leads the way with four nominations. Cody Johnson, Jelly Roll, and Kane Brown have three apiece. And there are 16 Video of the Year nominees. Like, looking at the nominees, it's ridiculous how long it is. And uh, they're going to narrow that down to six after the first round of voting ends on March 27th. Then, the top three will be announced on show day, with the winner being determined by social media. I've never heard of that before. I've heard of, you know, websites, you can vote there, but never just on social media. And this is a fan voted award show. There's no academy or anything like that. And you can cast your ballot now at vote.cmt.com. Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini are going to be the co-hosts and the show airs live on CBS April 2nd. And the list of nominees again available, cmt.com. Morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Let's get me set up on this Tinder thing. You went on Tinder? What's Tinder? I'm swiping yes. Yes, yes, yes. Casting a wide net. So Tinder just added a new dating dictionary to teach older singles the terms that young singles are using. And Amber, you've never been on Tinder, right? No. No? I I barely know how it works. Well, I'll tell you, you're not missing much. (laughs) I've been on Tinder before. Not my thing. Yeah. I was not good at it. I had some of my friends sit down and explain it to me. I was like, so it it knows who's single in your area? Yeah, you basically set a radius. It's like, I want to meet people all the way to Oakland if I want to. Oh, and uh, yeah, people, I know people that spend so much time on Tinder. I tried it, not for me. But uh, so Tinder did a poll and found that 62% of people, 18 to 25, feel like they speak a, quote, different language than their parents when it comes to dating. So right now on the show, we're going to play a game called Can You 
Tinder. Amber, I'm going to give you three phrases, and you've got to guess what they mean. Okay. <laughs> Here's phrase number one. Cushioning. What do you think that means? Cushioning. Uh, I think I know what cushioning means. Uh, does it mean to like have someone as like a backup, sort of? That's correct. I- I'm probably not describing it very well. So it's keeping people in your back pocket just in case the person you're dating doesn't work out. So you got a backup plan. It's similar to another term in dating called benching. Uh, you might also hear oh. someone say next on deck. Okay. Which I think is kind of messed up. It's messed up. You know, I've been the victim of cushioning before. Uh Uh-oh. I'm like, oh, you were dating that guy and you want to date me again? Okay, I'm in. Didn't know I was just the backup guy. (laughs) (laughs) Term number two, we're playing... No, it's fine. We're playing Can You Tinder? Phrase number two, zombie-ing. I don't know what that means. It kind of sounds like ghosting, Mm. but maybe... uh, I'm just using context clues here. Um, it's like ghosting, but softer than ghosting. Maybe you don't fully ghost someone. Mm, no. You're kind of close. Okay. This would be like a half point, but I don't have a half point. Okay. <laughs> sound effect. Okay. So it's when someone who ghosted you pops back up in your DMs. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. They come back to life. Okay. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I think of it like cushioning. Like if you're the second in line on the couch, you're like the backup one in the <laughs> in the closet. All right, here's term number three. Amber, what do you think Riz is? I think Riz. I think I've I've had to look this up before, and I think it's like you're hyping someone up, or like they're good, or they're awesome. They they've got the Riz, or I, I, gosh, I sound so old when I say that. Mm, I got the Riz. Like they're. They're cool. They they have Riz. Like, you know? You know what? Now that you explain it, that's uh, correct. Sorry. So Riz is <laughs> short. a terrible job explaining it. It's short for charisma. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I so didn't know that. Amber, if for some reason you were ever single again, which I don't think is ever going to happen, getting married, uh, you can say <laughs> something like, I just went out with a guy who has a ton of Riz. <laughs> Which kind of sounds... You should have seen the way Tanner was moving his body just then. It's like jazz hands and like, I don't know, the worm I think something we learned on the show today is I don't have a ton of riz. Here we go! It's a brand new day. Wake up. Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Do you wish concerts started a little bit earlier? Legendary actress and scream queen, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, wants matinee rock shows. Now, she said this on the Today Show, that she needs her concerts earlier than usual because she has a 7 p.m. bedtime. Why are there no matinees? Matinees, yes! I would love, for instance, I love Coldplay. I would love to go see Coldplay. I would love it. The problem is, I'm not going to go see Coldplay if they start their show at 9 o'clock and there's an opening act. I want to hear Coldplay at 1 p.m. Yes, 100%. And I think if we filled a stadium of people who want to see a matinee of Coldplay, I think we're going to start a I kind of think she's on to something, but... Tanner, I want to know your thoughts on this. I mean, do you agree with this? What do you think is like the perfect time for a concert? Let's talk about it. No matinees for me. (laughs) Nope, absolutely not. I think it's ridiculous. Concerts are events. They should be cherished. It should become an all-day thing. I mean, could you imagine seeing somebody like Garth Brooks at Levi's Stadium just in the middle of the day? 
the concert wouldn't be good because you don't have all the lights, you don't have all the production value. It would just <laughs> just not be the same. It, it's the special event for me that makes something truly great. I mean, uh, maybe uh, Jamie Lee could just go to a music festival then and watch the first, you know, three bands or so. That's what I was about to say. That's why I really like music festivals. I went to uh, Harvest Festival last year and I loved it because I got to see all my bands that I wanted to see early in the day and, yeah. then, and then we went home and I was like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> on one hand, I have a very strong stance on that, but I have also, you know, I've, I went to Garth Brooks tour, I want to say like five, six years ago, and he did have a matinee show where yeah. it was inside of an arena though so you still had that experience and I think that's kind of cool in a way I do think that's kind of cool especially for Garth Brooks where you know I mean lots of age groups like Garth Brooks but you know Garth Brooks 90s are his fans are skewing a little older and want to go to bed including myself <laughs> what about this what about weeknights we have matinee shows because I can't wake up. Yeah. I, see, I haven't been to a concert that's in the middle of the week in years. Well, that's what I was thinking. You remember that time we went to see Lee Bryce at the Luther Burbank Center for the Arts and Cole got mad at me because we left early and he doesn't get to see Rumors play? <laughs> well, thank goodness, Cole, because he's coming to Country Summer, so you better stay for Rumors. <gasps> but I, I kind of think she's on to something. Maybe not all shows are meant for matinees, but maybe some. Yeah. You want your audience to see you at different times. But uh, we did take a poll on our Instagram. Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning asking, do you think musicians should have matinee shows? And 94% of Sonoma County said yes. Yep, they did. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. To gift or not to gift? That is the question. Because the truth is, gift or no gift. Apparently, no gift means yes gift. I'm going to be the best man at my brother's wedding. That is later this year. And my year stacked up because, of course, Amber, your wedding's happening this year. Yep. I had to plan it around your brother's wedding, so thanks for that. What? <laughs> when you were talking <laughs> about kidding. wedding dates, I say, do not worry about my brother's wedding date. I'll no, make it work. I was... I was <laughs> We're not going to get too much into that. I was just joking. Yeah, but yeah. I did pick a date and you were like, my brother's getting married that weekend. I was like, mother of God. <laughs> I appreciate you working around Can everyone else my just schedule. hold off just getting married for just like a year? <laughs> Seems like this year everybody's getting married, at least in my life. And so I was talking to my brother on FaceTime and he told me that he and my future sister-in-law, Megan, are not doing wedding gifts this year. Now... That doesn't sit right with me. I feel like I just, in my gut, I have to get at least my brother something for his wedding day. And so I'm thinking maybe of just not listening to him and getting him a watch for his wedding day. But he said yeah. no gifts, but I want to get him something, dang it. Well, do they mean that they don't want like towels or silverware and things like that because they probably already have it they told me that they don't want anything yeah okay that seems interesting we're doing like a honeymoon fund mm. because cole and i have lived together for like six years now so we don't really need much of anything yeah but i did put an espresso on our wedding registry because i want one <laughs> just want to say i got dibs on that <laughs> it's expensive not that you okay couldn't. i don't got dibs uh, on that <laughs> But that's a why I haven't fund, bought one. I think that's so smart. Are you guys going to put like your Venmo information on a 
car that are at tables or something like that, or you're just taking um, cold hard cash? No, it's on our wedding website. Cool. So do do, do Megan and um, Ryan have a wedding website at all? They do. Okay, well maybe look on there and see if they have one of these. Like, and sometimes people put like dinner on our honeymoon, drinks for two, or you know something yeah. like that, where you can donate fifty bucks so they can go have a nice dinner or a, have drinks or a, something. A big part of it is they don't want to ask people for things and I totally get that I guess but at the same time I want to get you something and so I guess the question is is like do I listen to their wants and needs and maybe boundaries they're putting up or do I say forget that I'm getting you something <laughs> I think a watch is a nice gesture maybe you can give it to them before the wedding yeah and, um just say congratulations. I, I don't I don't think that's a bad idea. Yeah, I want to give him something that he's going to look back on in 30 years and be like, wow, Tanner really got me a cheap watch. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I would say, so I got cold watch and I got the inside of it engraved and maybe you can get the inside of it engraved with their wedding date. Oh, so good. I don't know. See, this is why I always ask you. <laughs> I know all the things. To do. Uh, we took an Instagram poll on our Froggy Instagram and, and here's what you said. 62% of Sonoma County said a little gift wouldn't hurt. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So this situation is a hot mess. Try your best to keep up. <laughs> Tiger Woods. He had a little breakup with his ex-girlfriend. Things are getting nasty and potentially more expensive. So TMZ Sports has learned that um, his ex is suing him for $30 million, claiming he cooked up some scheme to toss her out of their home. Now, according to the documents, Erica Herman and Tiger broke up last fall. They had been living together in his Florida home for about six years during... Um, which time Erica said she performed valuable services for Tiger in exchange for uh, living there rent-free. Now, she has nothing in writing but refers to some sort of verbal agreement, which uh, was supposed to last five years or more after their initial split. But Erica claims Tiger's people told her to pack her suitcase to last fall for a short vacation one without Tiger. And once they arrived at the airport, she was told that she had been locked out of the house and could not go back. She also alleges that more than $40,000 of her own money was confiscated from the home after she was kicked out. Now, Erica's lawsuit has been filed against Tiger's trust, which holds the title to the home. Tiger's trust filed documents in response to the suit and said Tiger had broken up with her and asked her to leave the home, which he shares with his two children. Now, the trust denies that there were any verbal agreements about her living in the home and Tiger's team maintains there was never any such agreement and that she was only staying there as his girlfriend. And once the relationship ended, so did her right to live there. Whew, hope you kept up with that. So I guess if you're under the assumption that you still live somewhere and then you get home or you find out the locks have been changed and you can't get your stuff, that does seem kind of cruel. Uh, but that's the unfortunate thing about living your life in the public eye. We know this is happening with Tiger and his ex, but we don't know that Tiger and Erica didn't truly have some sort of verbal agreement. Um, why wouldn't you want to stay? I mean, why would you want to stay around a place that you're not welcome? Why would you want to live with an ex? I mean, maybe she had no choice. But again, we don't know the intricacies of their relationship. We only know 
what's being told by TMZ. We only know the surface level of uh, their agreement to live together. Uh, So what do you think? Is the suing by Erica excessive? Is it just a money grab? Um, Do you think Tyler cooked up this weird scheme to get her out of the house? And do you think it was cruel? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. I'm on a journey to become a world-class chef. Four years ago, Amber and I moved to Sonoma County, and I didn't know how to cook anything, so it was my mission to learn how to cook. And since then, I feel like I've made it decent amount of progress. If a world-class chef was five stars, I'd say about 1.5 right there. (laughs) Nice. I haven't made a lot of progress in the last year. I feel like two stars is like has to be a pretty good cook. Um, And I tried to cook something I've never cooked last night. I was at Safeway right after work and I saw that New York strip steaks were on sale for $7 a pop. Typically they're like 17, 23, even up to like 30 sometimes. Oh no, were they going bad? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they had some dark spots. You, got, you can't cook those rare. You got to go full <laughs> no. medium at least. That's exactly what I did. Uh, and I thought, you know, what a treat. And then I got home. I ripped the packaging open to season it. And I thought to myself, wait, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I seasoned it. I put a bunch of butter in a cast iron, put the stove at seven. And Amber, I cooked it way too fast. Like way too fast. It was burned. Oh, no. And I posted a picture of it on my Instagram. And I posted like the before, like right when I put it in the pan. And I didn't even post an after photo because that's how bad it was. <laughs> Apparently my cast iron is meant for pancakes. <laughs> for- and things that aren't steak because the cast iron itself is super thin and uh so i Uh, learned that i gotta use a different pan next time i think it was just too hot yep i think i think you can still use the pan i mean i don't know i'm not a chef i told you off air i was like one time i told cole that i would get the steaks ready before he got home and he's like absolutely not he's like i'm i'm gonna cook those when i get home but you know i don't think they take that long to cook either way no it only took probably six minutes on each side and uh i don't have a grill and i know you should cook steaks on a grill i just don't have access to that no you don't have to cook steaks on a grill yeah a lot of people on our Facebook page were like, you have to get a grill. I'm like, uh, I don't have one. Sorry. Uh, we have an electric grill that well, out on the, our patio that nice. we use sometimes. But still, sometimes we don't want to go out there. Yeah, especially it, with this yeah. Yeah, Sonoma County weather that's <laughs> happening right you're, now. You're fine. You, what you did was yeah. totally okay. I don't know how to cook a steak, so I don't have any advice for you. Yeah, the thing I'm learning about <laughs> this journey to become a world-class chef is everything is a work in progress. It's, it's never going to be good the first time around. And no. if it is, it's not that complicated of a dish. I think you're very brave. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Getting some tips and tricks for the next time I cook a steak on the Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page. Here is what you said. Rich from Petaluma told you to get some good quality meat next time. Prime grade is the best bet. Most expensive, though. I won't do that until I know how to cook a cheap steak. (laughs) I don't want to ruin it. You get a sirloin or something. Uh, Jeff from Windsor said, always salt it and let it get to room temperature. I wouldn't recommend using a temperature probe. Learn to feel when it's ready. 
<laughs> cooking steak is a feeling. Yeah. It's not a science. <laughs> it's a feeling that I don't have. The only feel like a feeling I had was panic. That's what Cole says. He's like, I just know when meat is done in my heart. And I'm like, okay. Kid. I do not have that ingrained right. in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason Santa Rosa says, high sear in the pan and then low, low, slow in the oven to 140. Also, barbecue is always better in the kitchen. With Amber and Tanner. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Do you know someone who came home only to find out their locks had been changed and their significant other locked them out of the house? Uh, so we're going to continue our conversation about what's going on with Tiger Woods. Uh, and here's the summary. I talked about this on Wine About It. But his ex-girlfriend, Erica, is suing for him for like $30 million. Now, she claims he kicked her out of the home after living together for six years. Erica said she was tricked into packing a suitcase for vacation. She was driven to the airport and then told she was locked out of the house and she couldn't go back. Had Ooh. Joe from Santa Rosa call in after this. And he was like, did she still get to go on the vacation or did they just <laughs> drop her off at the airport? And I was like, that I do not know, Joe. Honestly, a vacation and that's the way you do it is way nicer than it happens to most people. Yeah, he said it would have been classic if they just left her there. I was like, yeah. it would have been classic, but I, I don't know the answer. Uh, so, you know, Tanner, have you ever heard of someone doing this locking someone out of the house and you know just changing the locks my mom did this to my dad <laughs> oh my gosh she did she, uh, you know he wouldn't leave um you know they separated like three times in their relationship and finally the last time she changed the locks on the house and uh i was home alone i'll never forget this and my dad came to to come home and uh Went to the front door, shook it, didn't work. Went to the back door, shook it, didn't work. And I was in my bedroom. I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And then he looked right in my window. We no. made eye contact. And I just dropped on the floor. I'm not here. <laughs> I was like, this is an awkward situation. I don't want to be in the middle of it. He sees a Halo game in the background. <laughs> Call of Duty, whichever it is that you play. I can't remember. Nothing interrupts <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. That's, that's really scary. But yeah. sometimes you just do what you got to do to protect yourself and your family, or yeah. maybe you do it to be petty. Who knows? Yeah, and honestly, you know, my parents' marriage was a really bad situation, and uh, I was happy <laughs> that he was gone, and so I didn't feel bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know that was a scary moment. Yeah. No, I, you can't see me. <laughs> Starts crawling ah! under the bed. I'm not home. Let's Tanner, I can see you. <laughs> no, you can't. I can see your Star Wars that's socks. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. I can see your Star Wars robe hanging out of the back of the bed. Uh, we've got Leanne from Santa Rosa on the phone. Leanne, you said you changed the locks on someone before. Let's hear that story. Years ago, I was set to get married. And I found out that my fiance was cheating on me. So while he was out four wheeling with friends, I changed all the locks. Nice. Loaded up all of his things, put them in the garage, changed the locks of the garage, and told him he could contact me for the key to get his thing. But he was mad. Uh, he was really upset that we were breaking up. I think he thought he could finagle his way back in. Yeah. I had my dad meet him at the house so he could get his things out of the garage. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Bailey. Bailey loves going on walks and Barry Martindale is going to try to slap some fines on him for walking. 
Hello? Hi, is this Bailey? This is Bailey. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm contacting Bailey, who lives in Benna Valley, correct? Yeah, I live in Benna. Well, uh, and you walk everywhere, is that true? Yes, I mean, I also drive, but yeah, mostly I, I walk. Why? I'm calling you today because I have been receiving claims that you have been jaywalking all across Bennett Valley, all across the JC District, all over Sonoma County. So I wanted to let you know that we're on your case, buddy. I don't jaywalk. I don't. I always wait for the light for the for the crosswalk to change so that I can walk. I don't. I don't. I don't cross. You know when it's red. I don't do that. Yeah. What about? I'm not a jaywalker. What about alleyways? suburban streets. You want to know how I know you're a liar, Bailey? I, no, it, no. This is ridiculous. I no, know. I'm not a liar. I'm not a, well, I what know. are you going to do about it, huh? What are you going to do about it? It's a free country. I can I can walk on the streets if I want to. I know you're so a dirty, know. rotten liar because I actually hired a private investigator and have counted 45 infractions. What? 45 infractions, Bailey, and you're telling me you're not That's, a jaywalker. You, you're out of your mind. This is nonsense. I am allowed, I'm a citizen of this country. I'm allowed to walk on the street if I so choose. And this is, this is absolute nonsense that you have hired. I mean, who are, who do you, who do you think you are, you know, hiring an investigator to, to go after someone who's walking the streets? I mean, this is ridiculous. You're going to be charged $1,016 for your infractions. And we're going to continue to monitor you for the next six weeks, you liar, you jaywalker, you Okay, this is ridiculous. I'm going to have to call... Yeah, I'm going to call my friend. He's a lawyer because this is, this is you know, my friend Neil. I'm going to call him right now. I'm going to tell him that this is, I'm getting harassed. I mean, this is harassment. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. St. Patrick's Day coming up on the 17th. Want to know what are some Irish dishes or foods that you can recommend for a St. Patrick's Day party? My friends are hosting a St. Patty Day party at their place, and um, she's making corned beef hash and cabbage, and I'm trying to figure out how I can participate by bringing something. I am Irish, but I do not know how to make Irish food. <laughs> I mean, it can be complicated, especially if you're not eating it all year long. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm, I'm more Southern th- than I am Irish, so I, yeah, I can throw down on some fried chicken, but I don't know how to make you know Irish stews or you know anything like that. So it, I mean, Tanner, do you have anything you like or can recommend? I'm a little bummed that uh, you already said corned beef hash because that's my go-to. Why don't you bring like a special corned beef hash and dye it green? Put some food coloring in there. I figured you'd say like shamrock pancakes or something. I don't know. Oh, wait, I got it. What? What about shamrock shakes from McDonald's so that way you don't have to do anything? <laughs> I had one yesterday and oh my God, it was delightful. Okay. That sounds great. Or you can make your own shamrock shake. I know. You can bring that blend jet with you. Yeah. Play bartender. Do, 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 do. It sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> I'm so bad at things. Um, I really like shepherd's pie. I don't know if that counts. I mean, But we're already having corned beef hash. Yeah. 
and boiled cabbage and I don't know. Anyway. What about um, like shepherd's pie? Shepherd's pie is pretty easy. That's what I just said. Is it? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I was in my brain just like, okay, we got to think of something for Amber to cook. Um, Well, okay. We did ask on Facebook. We're getting some other suggestions since we can't seem to think of one or be on the same page. Uh, Facebook.com slash Froggy99. What did they say, Tanner? (laughs) James from Santa Rosa said, Guinness beef stew with Irish soda bread is always a winner. Sorry. What about shepherd's pie? Would you recommend that, James, from Santa Rosa? (laughs) Patricia from Petaluma says, Cole Cannon, uh, which I've never heard of, but she said it's a type of Irish mashed potatoes. She said, or even easier, Guinness and Jameson. That works. That's great. Ted from Sebastopol said, who needs food? Drink green beer. Thanks, Ted. (laughs) Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. I ain't as good as I once was. Keith Urban says that he feels like an old man, apparently. He said, something nobody tells you when you get a residency in Las Vegas is how it affects your voice. You forget about how dry it is and how dry your throat gets every single night. I am drinking more water now that I have at any point in my life. I feel like an old man with all the bathroom breaks I need to take. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're not used to drinking a lot of water, it can just go right through you. Yeah. He's in the middle of the night. He's like, gosh, I've I've woken up three times tonight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> A question for you. When did you realize? I ain't as good as I once was. Not too long ago, I realized I ain't as good as I once was. I went to an open gym at the YMCA in Santa Rosa to play some pickup basketball games. And you know, I played basketball growing up and I was okay, I guess. I only got cut from the varsity team three times. (laughs) But but I ran up and down the court three times on my first game and I was gassed. I could not hang. And the game was like adults versus high school kids. And we got our butts kicked. We got it handed to us. Like, it was bad. High school kids have, like, boundless energy still. I don't understand it. I'm like, how can you run that fast? And after the game, of course, they won and demolished us. And then they started, like, dancing. Dancing like crazy and, like, dropped down. And the guy next to me just went, Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, we did the same kind of things when we were kids. Yeah. We we had so much energy. We played basketball all day. We did our own little celebratory things. Yeah. Maybe not Fortnite dances, but Back we probably our... did Soldier Boy or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we'd uh, you know hit the dun dun or maybe we would start you know doing that backward skipping jerking. <laughs> Oh, what a time to be alive. But now it's uh, <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> right. But, uh, Amber, what made you realize? I ain't as good as I once was. Uh, so, I used to be extremely flexible. I know it's a weird thing to say, but I, I just I could just stretch and do all these, you know, crazy workouts and things like that. Um, and sit all different kinds of ways. Like, mm-hmm. I could just, like, sit weird and it would look really uncomfortable. People always commented on it. So the other day, I was down on the floor and I was putting together these, like, bridesmaids gifts um, for my friends. And, like, you know, I had all these different elements and I was putting them up in boxes. And I was sitting my normal weird way and then I couldn't get up. <laughs> We need to get you a life alert. I was alert. like, Cole, you have to come over here and get me up. He's like, well, I, why? And I was like, I, like I've like i got a cramp in my calf. 
my other foot's asleep. I can't sit like this anymore, and you're going to have to help me sit up. Yeah. This is, don't do this anymore. You're 32. <laughs> when did you realize... I ain't as good as I once was. Give us a call. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You're inside Amber and Tanner's 92.9 minute commercial-free workday kickoff. Commercial-free country. On Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Show now. Cassandra from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear the questions. Cassandra, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Sounds great. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, I'd love to let you win today, but I've got to win this one. So here we go, girlfriend. Nice. Half a point bonus rewarded. Amber has Celsius energy drink in her hand. She's running out of the studio. Here's question number one. By the way, her record's 581 wins, 51 losses. She's on a seven-game winning streak. Question one. Henry Cavill is in talks to star in the next James Bond film as a villain. What superhero did Henry play in the DC universe? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I have no clue. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you no clue answer. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Gary LaVox shared a before and after video of the highlights in his hair. What trio was Gary famously in? Oh, I love him. Rascal Flatts. Correct. Question three. Seth Rogen says that movie stars' feelings get hurt when they receive negative reviews from critics. Guess the movie that Seth stars in. Mac and Kelly are new parents and move to the suburbs when they welcome an infant daughter into their lives. A frat house is next door, but Mac and Kelly don't want to seem uncool and try their best to get along with the frat president, which stars Zac Efron. Oh, I've got no clue. I guess I'm too old these days. <laughs> oh, not at all, not at all. Here's question four. The CMT Music Award nominations have been announced. Can you name one of the two hosts? Kane Brown. Correct. And question five. What is the name of the currency used in Japan? Oh, my goodness. I know this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yen? Yen is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Cassandra from Santa Rosa did pretty dang well. She got three and a half out of five today. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to go. Question one. Henry Cavill is in talks to start in the next James Bond film as a villain. What superhero did Henry play in the DC universe? Superman. That is correct. Cassandra from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zip. Question two. Gary LaVox shared a before and after video of the highlights in his hair. And yes, he still has highlights. What trio was Gary famously in? Rascal Flatts. That is correct. Cassandra got that correct as well. Scores two to one. Question three. Seth Rogen says that movie stars' feelings get hurt when they receive negative reviews from critics. Guess the movie that Seth stars in. Mac and Kelly are new parents and move to the suburbs when they welcome an infant daughter. A frat house is next door, but Mac and Kelly don't want to seem uncool and try their best to get along with the frat president, which stars Zac Efron. That is Neighbors? That is correct. Cassandra from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. Question four, the CMT Music Award nominations have been announced. Amber, can you name one of the two hosts? Kelsey Ballerini? Correct. Also could have taken Kane Brown. Cassandra from Santa Rosa also got that correct. The score now stands at four to two. In question five, what is the name of the currency used in Japan? Huh. Uh, is it yen? It is yen, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
The final score, Amber wins. Five out of five to three and a half out of five. Cassandra from Santa Rosa, so sorry you were not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But you did pretty so good. Sorry. No, and I'm I'm so proud of you and all of your country music knowledge. It was super impressive. And just for playing, we're still giving you those tickets to see Sam Hunt. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so much. You got country music knowledge. You go to a country concert. You're gonna see Sam Hunt. Thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9, Amber and Tanner. So did you give your kid a probationary period before something, or maybe your parents did something like this for you, but Guy Fieri had his son Ryder drive an old minivan for a year before he could get a nicer vehicle. I really like that. It's 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 great parenting, um, but also he did something really cool. Like when that time was up, he set up this scavenger hunt that led to a truck, and it happened to be his older brother Hunter's truck that he had been wanting. That's really cool. Yeah, I really like I I agree with you. I think that's good parenting and especially the first year that your kid is driving, there there's probably going to be something that happens. Yeah, maybe you get into a fender bender or, you know, you have some rules like you can't drive at night or you can't have a bunch of friends in the car with you and yeah. you violate those rules and you don't get the new car. But the the minivan idea is pretty great. Yeah, and honestly, I would have liked a minivan when I was in high school. Get all your friends in there. I mean, and it's great because, you know, you don't aren't worried about your kid driving your new Range Rover around. And, <laughs> and it's a way for you get your kid to act right for the first year of them having their driver's license. Yeah, I kind of wish my parents did this. I, I, went, I As soon as I got a car, I went all over the place. I wrecked my first car. Yeah. I was wild. Yeah. My dad was mad. After that, he did tell me he's like, no more driving at night. <laughs> So I kind of had a probationary period, yeah. but that was only until I got my second car. I was really spoiled. I mean, Tanner, did you did your parents do anything like this? Not with a car. My no. first car was already totaled when I started driving it. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, I really wanted to play baseball. Super bad. And all these kids had nice mitts, and all these kids had nice baseball bats. And I asked my parents for the nice things, and they told me, well, make it through this season. We'll think about it. Well, I was awful at baseball. And I went, you know what? Baseball's just not for me. I hate this sport. And uh, they went, well, thank goodness we didn't buy the expensive stuff. That would have been a waste. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart parenting there. Um, I feel like maybe my parents did this with soccer, too. Yeah. I remember them saying that because I wanted to join a travel team. And they were like, um, we're not buying you new stuff for this if you like go to three or more practices. And I didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. It's the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9.